0: welcome to the anointed and appointed podcast i am your host maeva and i'm so honored you stopped by this is a place to get refreshed inspired convicted and feel so loved at the same time be sure to like and subscribe the podcast check out my blog at maevavar.com, and follow me on instagram at maevavar. happy listening Hi, how are you? As promised, I have another podcast for you. And the title of today's podcast is Trouble Don't Last Always. And so my hope is that after listening to this podcast, if you are in a situation where you feel like things aren't getting any better, if you're in a situation where you feel like you're about to like, really lose hope and throw in the towel I'm here to reassure you and remind you to keep going because it's not always going to look like this and it's not always going to be like this. So I remember, I don't know what year it was specifically, but I want to say somewhere around like maybe 2013, um, my mom got hurt at work. And so she hurt her back and she couldn't walk essentially, like she couldn't do much of anything. And I remember for, I think it was, man, so I want to say she got hurt like in 2013 and she started working for real, for real, full time now, like this year in 2019. So it's been a long time of just sort of seeing her not being able to walk, seeing her in, in excruciating pain, um, and sort of having to see how our family um dynamic shifted because my mom just was not like the stronghold that she once was. And I remember that season completely sucking. Um, So I myself was in high school. And so I was going through my own like drama of just boys and feeling completely um, insecure and not really knowing who I was. And then coupled with that was my mom who was sick, right? So if my mom is anything like yours, she's like a superwoman. So she does everything and makes it look like it's easy. And so when she was not able to do what she once was able to do, things in our house changed. Um, Things got a little more stressful. We were now like essentially living off of the income of my dad. Um, But it was also in that season that I saw how amazing it is to be in community. Um, I saw how many people at our church just loved on us and loved on my mother, how they prayed for us, how... They swooped in and, like, picked up my brother from um, his bus stop when he was, like, coming home from school or how they brought us dinners when my mom couldn't cook. Like, it was in that season that I saw the beauty of being in um community, but also the beauty of being loved by God's people, Um but essentially, in that season, I truly felt like trouble was gonna last for forever. I felt like my my mom would never get better. I felt like she would never walk again um There were times where I felt like she like was actually just not gonna make it um She had to go through I think three um operations countless um, injections, countless um, tests. And I remember specifically, there was one test that she went and did at Mass General. And while she was up um, getting the test done, I, I was the one who drove her to get it done. So while she was up getting the test done, I was in the Mass General chapel just praying and crying out to God. And I was like, God, like, I'm done. Like, do you not see how Mom is suffering right now, like do you not see how our um family um dynamic is just weird, like do you not see the pain that we're all in um and it's it's one thing to be in pain um yourself, but it's another thing to watch someone you really love in excruciating pain and not being able to do anything about it and so I remember crying out to God and being like God. Like, I don't understand this. I don't see why you're letting this happen. I don't see the purpose behind this. Like, what did mom ever do to you for her to um, deserve this? I was just so mad at God and just so angry. And I remember just being so frustrated at the fact that, um, like, I would, I would consider her at that point in time and to the extent of my capacity and knowing how God worked that she was a good Christian now I know fully that God is not I'm concerned about you going to church and reading your um, Bible like that is not what makes you a good Christian and he does not like give us you know like points for doing things and it's not like he saw my mom and was like oh well She goes to church on a um, on a regular basis. So I'm not going to let her get sick. That's not how God works. We live in a flawed world and sickness and death are definitely parts of the world that we live in. But at that point in time, I definitely didn't see it in that light. So, um, I definitely felt like things were never going to get any better. I, I never thought that my mom was going to walk again without a walker or a cane. Um, I never thought that our family would be light and happy as it once was. Um, I, I, I genuinely believe that trouble, in this case, trouble was my mom being sick, was going to last forever. And y'all, my mom now is a boss. Like, she is walking without anything. She's driving her car. She's jumping at concerts. Like, she's working out at the gym, walking and running on a treadmill. Like, things that I never thought that she would ever be able to do, she now does on a daily basis. Um, And that, for me, like, when I want to get into a mindset of thinking that things suck and things are never going to get better. I think back to my mom and um, I think that sometimes God will use others um, and he will use the pain of others to teach things that we ourselves need to learn. So I don't know the genuine purpose behind my mom getting sick, but I do know that because I saw her in that journey for years. And because I see her now, being able to live through that served a purpose for me in the sense that now, when I'm going through a tough trial, I can be like God was um, faithful then. And he will definitely be faithful now. Like God was um, faithful to have mom to to have mom walking and running and jumping now. Um, And if there is anything in my life that seems dark and bleak, I too will be able to see the other side of things because mom was um, able to see the other side of things. And we as a family were able to see the other side of things. So that is my first and I want to say my biggest um, point of just believing that trouble is not going to last forever Um, Because when you're walking in it, it definitely hurts and it's dark and it's frustrating and you're like, God, when is this going to end? But when you're on the other side of it, I promise you like those, those years of pain seem so short when we're walking in the, in the, um, in the promise that we are seeing now. So my other, um... I guess my other thing that I would see as trouble was the year 2017. 2017 for me was terrible. <laughs> um it it was a year of like consistent heartbreak. Um I was broken up with in um January, I was sort of rejected that summer, and then I was broken up with again in the fall. Um And so 2017 was just a year of just rejection especially from guys Um, and I genuinely did not think that I would ever survive (laughs) and I know that some of you might be like oh my but like that's so stupid but believe me when your heart breaks like when it breaks for real for real Man, like I was debilitated. I could not get out of bed. I was so depressed. I genuinely felt like, man, like I put my worth in those guys and I let them dictate my worth. And I sort of ascribed my worth to being wanted by a guy and to being in a relationship. And so when I lost all of those things, I felt like I had nothing. And I know that to some of you, it might seem absolutely ridiculous. But I think that a lot of us have to go through things that completely break us and strip us of the identities that we think that we once needed for us to get to a place of knowing who we really are. Ooh, that's a word. <laughs> um, so 2017 was a year where I just like it just felt like trouble, trouble, trouble. Like it just felt like I could never catch a break. I constantly felt like I was not enough. I constantly felt as though I didn't have the right people as my friends. I constantly felt like I didn't have worth. And that year in itself, when I was in it, seemed so long and it seemed like it would never end. Now being... I can't do math now being two years out and sort of looking back on that year I can definitely see the hand of God and how he was constantly trying to get my attention and I think he still is especially as it pertains to men like he was constantly trying to have me notice and believe that I was completely enough without the approval of any guy especially the guys who won did not deserve me. And two, especially the guys that he, me, he being God, did not approve for me to be with. And I, I remember one specific breakup where I felt just really pathetic, like I would go into work and just cry, um, and just be so mad at myself and just be so upset and think like, and think that this, this pain, this burden, this feeling would, be forever. And it's crazy how our brain sort of plays tricks on us, especially when we sort of um, already have to deal with depression or anxiety. Like I think in moments of trouble, it sort of skyrockets. And that was what I was experiencing. So in those times, like I was definitely debilitated, like I couldn't get up and go to class, I couldn't go to work. Um, I just couldn't be all that I needed to be and who I needed to be because I was just so consumed with the pain and the frustration of my life. Um, and I know that there were also some uncomfortable situations that I walked in that sort of felt like they were going to last forever, Um, I don't know about you but I've made some really stupid um, decisions at times and at other times I've genuinely embarrassed myself and in those times I always feel like man like I'm never gonna catch a break like I'm always gonna think back to this specific time and it's always gonna be embarrassing and it's just always gonna stink and um, I'm never gonna like live past this like I am always going to be reminded of this moment of this Um, embarrassing thing. And that too is not true. So I just want to encourage you that if you're in a season where it just feels like um, things just aren't going your way, if you're in a season of constant rejection, if you're in a season of just trouble, you know, whether that trouble is you're having issues with your um, finances, you're having issues with your um, family, you're having issues with your Um, academics you're having issues with your health you're having issues in your relationship you're having issues getting a job or staying at a job or finding a job Um, you're having issues um, getting into a school you're having issues figuring out your life I promise you even though it may seem like this is what it's always going to be like I promise you it's not always going to be like this and especially if you are a Christian, like God definitely knew that this was going to happen. He made provision for this season. And I challenge you to see what he wants you to learn and what he wants you to do in this season. I think if there's one thing that the devil would want is for you to sort of lose all hope, um, to be debilitated by your current state And I encourage you to put your hope and your trust in God and know that if he is God and if you believe that he is God, he completely has a plan and he completely fights your battles. You know, like when I think about my mom, um, I was at a prayer meeting a couple weeks ago and I'm, and so I was thinking about how at that chapel, that night my mom had that test and I was at Mass Jam just crying my eyes out begging God at that chapel that God was also at that prayer meeting however many years later and he was there when I was thanking everybody at that prayer meeting for coming to our house and for praying with us and for praying for us and for um providing for us in more ways than one and so I I I say this to tell you that even though this is your present, um, circumstance, God is already on the other side. Like he is already on the side of victory. Like he is already at your graduation day, right? Like you may be in the trenches now and struggling, but he's already at your graduation day and he's like, just as proud of you now as you'll be proud of yourself when you walk across that um, stage, right? Like, you may be in that state of feeling like, man, like, I'm never going to find a spouse. But he is also at your wedding because God is a God who is not bound by time, meaning he is past, present, and future. Like, he is here, but he is also on the other side and so when I want to sort of sulk and be like man like I'm not where I want to be I have to remind myself that God is already where I need to be though like God is already on the other side and on the other side is not trouble it's peace and it's peace because he is there and 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 even in your current state, there is peace because God is a God of peace. And in the word, it says that he gives us peace that surpasses all understanding. And I know that this is true because when I saw my mom suffering, like suffering, and when I was ready to give up on God, she was the one praising him. Like she was the one worshiping and praying and she was just so at peace knowing that God was God and he would do whatever he needed to do in her life. So if you're going through anything, I pray that you know that one, you are not alone. But two, there is another side of what you are experiencing. And I challenge you to let go and let God completely take control of your situation. And I challenge you to surrender to him and see what it is he wants you to learn in this season. Um, If you want, I will pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for the fact that I can do this. God, I thank you for the fact that I can pray with someone and have no idea who I'm praying with or praying for, but knowing full well that you are doing your work. God, I pray that um, whoever is listening to this, Lord, right now, wherever they are, that they would know that you are loving them and you are present in their current situation, Jesus. God, I pray that you allow them to know that you are on the other side, God, that you are on the other side where they come out um, victorious, where they come out free and healthy. God, you are on the other side, Jesus. And I just pray that you would give them a peace that surpasses all understanding as it says you do, in your word. God, I pray that you would be ever so present in their lives and I pray that you would continue to use me to just do whatever it is you want me to do. God, and I pray that you would touch whoever is listening to this. God, that you would touch them and heal them and bless them and anoint them and appoint them, God, into all the domains and all the areas that you have for them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Stay tuned for the ending. Okay, y'all, so that's the end. I hope that this podcast blessed you. Be sure to share this podcast. Share it on your stories, on Instagram, on Snapchat. Text it to a friend. Do whatever it is you feel compelled to do. But I'm so grateful you stopped by. Thanks for listening. Bye.